G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. In the journey of life we are all on, we all experience setbacks, hiccups and adversity. Sometimes these can result from our own choices and sometimes it is completely out of our hands. But the impact of the challenges we face in life is real and trauma can affect all of us. And if not addressed properly, trauma can sometimes be devastating. Anna Harris from Defined by God Ministries specializes in helping Christians who have experienced trauma. They find healing, identity, and resiliency. And it's our pleasure to speak with Anna Harris again today. Anna, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, Anna, we've had you on before and it was so good. I had to get you back again because I I really want to dig down into what you do. So let's just get straight into it here. Obviously, you're a Christian. You help people deal with trauma. And I want to talk about God's father heart and how that's helped you and how knowing God more deeply as our father can help all of our audience today. Yes, that is one of my favorite things to talk about. Because for me, knowing God as my heavenly father was so impactful and healing for me. Um, I mentioned um, I was adopted at birth, um, and a lot of us um, can feel that orphanhood, even if we have, um, you know, even if we're not adopted, but for whatever reason, we don't have all the love and nurture, you know, from our earthly fathers that that we need or from our earthly mothers. Um, And so for me, I, I grew up with feelings of abandonment and rejection. And over the years, um, when Um, I still had that. I still had thoughts and feelings like I'm always going to be rejected. I'll be abandoned. Um, I shouldn't even be here. And it wasn't until... Can I ask, Anna, so does that mean that Mm -hmm. as an adult, you would have relationships with friends or or different people, and you would have this sort of feeling or this thought in your mind, oh, this isn't going to last, this isn't going to work, almost like an internal negativity about human relationships? Yes, yes. So it was a negative internal story that was would just run through my mind. And it wasn't really conscious. It was more like a very deep um, thought. And so, um, but it re- definitely it influenced all of my decisions. And so, um, and I'd been a Christian for a long time. My view of God was that God was, um, he was good. Um, He was God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, but I did not know him as my heavenly father. And so I was really good friends with Jesus, but I kind of kept God at a distance. And so um, from from my growing up, I had um, an adopted father who um, was a great person, but he had really high standards for me. And so I just tried to please him all the time. That was what I did. So when I became a Christian, I 
kind of transferred that on to God. And so I just tried to please God. And I did all the things that, you know, that we think that we need to do as Christians. I read my Bible, I volunteered, um, gave my money, uh, prayed, all the things that we think that that we need to do in order to please God. Um, but it can be actually be kind of exhausting because, um, you know, how much is enough? You know, how many times do I need to pray? How many hours do I need to read my Bible? And so to please God. And so um, it wasn't until I was introduced to God as my heavenly father that I really came to a place of rest. And so I I had gone to um, a school and I was learning about God as my heavenly father and I literally felt like his love, like just his liquid love come into my heart. And I knew him as father. And um, that changed my perspective of God. And it also changed my perspective of who I am as his child. Amazing. And, you know, and uh, that, that, that's just amazing. But I want to go back because you said that you look back now and you realize that you had this sort of subconscious narrative in your life about you know not trusting people or feeling like the relationship would eventually end in a negative way at what point in life did you realize that was going on because i'm i'm guessing that you did this stuff subconsciously for years and you sabotage relationships through a lack of ability to really trust people and expect good things so at what point of your life did you realize that internal narrative was there well i had um gone through some inner healing prayer um, I was being trained as an inner healer um, minister, and I was receiving ministry, and we were kind of going through, like, um, asking God, what is the root of all these thoughts that I've had all my life? And when we basically, um, we I was praying, and I really saw a picture of myself um, actually in the womb, and I could hear a lot of trauma arguing, chaos, all of that kind of stuff. And as a tiny baby, I felt all of that trauma, um, all of that chaos is because of me, because I'm here. And so that was the Lord really showing me this is where this came in. This is the root. And then I really prayed and I just asked Jesus to bring healing. And I saw a picture of Jesus um, and he was there and he was saying, no, you have a right to exist because I created you. I'm so excited that you're going to be born. And so he was just speaking like words of life and truth over me. And so that is the inner healing piece. That was the beginning of a healing journey for me. And then it wasn't until years later that I began to study about trauma and even trauma from the womb. We now know scientifically that babies are impacted by what happens in the womb. So so I'm basically combining the things that I've learned through the Holy Spirit, through God and Scripture with things that we now know from brain science. Yes, scientific study. And I'm glad you brought that up yes. because I know years ago when people start talking about, you know, getting healed of things that happen in the, in the mother's womb, a lot of Christians would say, oh, that's a little bit weird. But like you said, I'm mm -hmm. glad you brought up the scientific study aspect of that. And of course, I look at the scriptures. John the Baptist was in the womb. He somehow knew that Mary had a baby in her womb and he leapt for joy. So obviously in the womb, yes. we know a lot more than we realize, don't we? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And also, uh, Scripture tells us that God knew us even before we were in the womb. So that time in the womb is so important. And um, there's um, a lot of research going on these days about how people are impacted by trauma that happens to their mothers while they're in the womb. Yeah. And so, and I love what you said too, how you were doing everything right, trying to please God, but it's exhausting and it is exhausting, isn't it? And I just get a sense when you were saying that uh, the prodigal son and the father just waiting at the end of that road, watching him and we're doing all these things, thinking that's what God wants. And God's just waiting, saying, Hey, I don't need that. I just need you. I just need you to come to me and just love me and, and just be with me. And, And that's that point of rest, isn't it? When you realize that. It really is. It is. We say that religion is man trying to get to God, but Christianity is God coming down and um, being with us. And that is where, you know, that's what's so life-changing and healing uh, for us when we can realize that He just wants to be with us. That's that's what Christianity is all about, is us being able to be with our Heavenly Father. Yeah, awesome. And so so tell us more about your journey. So you started to experience that healing and and what did God start to do after that? Well, um it was amazing. I mean, it's not overnight. It's it's like yes, it's overnight, but it's also a journey. And so that was really the beginning of my healing journey. And um so some of the things that I began to realize were like um these identity statements, basically things I had thought for all of my life, um, like I'll always be rejected, I don't belong, um, these types of things. And so I began, when I would think those, I would begin to recognize it. Uh-oh, that, that came from that. That's not the truth. The truth is I'm a child of God. I have a right to be here because he created me, you know, all the things that he said. So there is a walking it out part and having to remind ourselves, you know, retrain our brain in a way to think God's truths and and to say and think what he um, actually thinks about us. So I started um, uh, ministering one-on-one to people. I was pastoring um, and I would minister one-on-one with people. And then, as I mentioned, I went uh, to you, I went through a big life transition um, where I divorced and I um, left the church that I was pastoring. And so I had a few years of just really taking a step back, um, getting some healing for myself and really kind of regrouping. And And, and um, I just want to clarify, you you came out of an abusive situation there, didn't you? You were sort of you know, that was a traumatic event in your life. It wasn't that you chose to end a marriage and walk out on a church. You kind of had to, didn't you, for your own self-care? Well, I, yes, I um, really felt like the Lord was leading me to do that and to just take a break. And like physically, mentally, emotionally, I needed a break. And so, um, yes, so I stepped back and I really thought at the time, like, you know, I just need a month. If I can just rest for a month, I'll be fine. And I thought, oh, well, maybe six months, maybe six months, um, I'll just rest and then I'll be okay. But God knew um, that it was going to p- take longer than that. And it actually took me about three years of resting, just spending time with Him, um, just resting in His love, 
um, is really what brought so much healing to me. And then I began, I, I founded this new ministry defined by God ministries, and it is really focused on helping people realize and recognize when they are in abusive situations, um, helping people re- uh, recognize spiritual abuse and how to get out of it. And then for me, the most important thing is, especially when someone's been in spiritual abuse, um, they sometimes can mix up God with that spiritual abuse. And, you know, they don't want anything to do with that. And so what I um, try to help people do is to realize, yes, you might have been in an abusive situation, whether it's spiritual abuse or domestic abuse, but that was not God's plan for you. That's not God being abusive. Um, God is loving, He is kind, and He wants the best for you. So we want to learn to separate those two things out. Yeah, and, and, and again, all you're really doing there is helping people know the truth of God's Word. And like Jesus yes. said in John chapter 8, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And I don't see any reason why someone in Australia couldn't really benefit from your ministry via a Zoom call or Microsoft Teams or Skype or something similar. There's no reason why Australians, and I'm sure there's people listening today who've been through similar experiences to what you're describing and, and they want help, they need help. So if someone wants to reach out to you, you have a website, definedbygod.com. That's definedbygod.com. And through that website, people can access all of your resources, the books that you've written and are writing. You have a podcast, I believe, every second week, which they can tap into. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I do hope and pray, Anna, that people who've listened to this uh, discussion today will reach out to you for help because here in Australia, we also have a huge problem with domestic violence and family violence, people experiencing trauma in different ways and forms shapes but it all has the same impact on people and um, I just thank God for what you're doing and that and God's using you to bring healing and hope to so many people yeah thank you for having me on and I have a Facebook group as well it's private and I pick people from all over the world that are in the Facebook group and quite a few are from Australia and so yeah um, you know just go to the website and you'll find links for everything definedbygod.com and I have a couple of resources free resources there and blogs and lots of information for you so yes I would love for people to connect uh, with the ministry and through the Facebook group as well Well, Anna Harris from definedbygod.com, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 